This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. Hello everyone, this is the Evil Chocolate Cookie bringing you tonight's edition of the Jeopardy Chronicles. This being Saturday, it is Spotlight Day. And I think that we are going to talk about Jeopardy Masters today. Why? Well, because I can. (laughs) That's a good enough reason, surely. But, anyway. Jeopardy Masters has only happened once, but from what I hear, it is going to become kind of an annual thing, kind of like the Tournament of Champions. It's a level above the Tournament of Champions, actually, in terms of, you know, competitors, uh, in terms of, you know, material and stuff like that. And, you know, the competitors are... Usually big-name contestants that have won quite a bit. Or who have given players who have won quite a bit a run for their money. What? Hold on. Sorry about that. I had to step away for a minute. Where were we? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So... The first Masters actually happened last year. I sort of say it happened this year, but we're into a new year now, and I can't say that. But, yeah. So, our competitors this time around were... Madame Odio, Amy Schneider, Matea Roach, Sam Buttry, Andrew He, and James Holzhauer. Who does not belong? Just kidding. But no, seriously, five out of the six of those were in the previous Tournament of Champions. Who does not belong in that equation would be James, because he was not. Sorry, I gotta, po- I gotta poke at James. James, James is just James, and he needs to be poked at. I I still owe James a serious emotional beating for what he did to me this time about three years ago. (laughs) But, eh. Sorry, James. But the the format, the, the match point format, I think, could have used some tweaking. Because the way they had it set up, if you won the game, you got three points. You got second place, you got one point. If you got third place, you got nothing. I think it should be redesigned to maybe five for first, three for second, one for third. That way you that way you can at least have a prayer of getting a point no matter what. I I don't like to see anybody get, you know, nothing. I mean even on the regular show you get consolation prizes if you lose. So even even though you, I mean, you're going to get consolation prizes after the fact, just having to see that zero on your scoreboard day after day, that's just, I think something needs to change there. 
I don't remember the exact structure, but I remember they started with six contestants. The four highest scorers went on to the semifinals, and then one of those was eliminated before the finals. And the finals, let me tell you, were intense. They were crazy. Because someone actually managed to give James Holtzauer a run for his money. Like, had one one clue fallen differently, James would not have won that tournament. Mateo would have won it. They gave James a run for his money. Let me just... Yeah. James only lost one match, I think, in the, like the quarterfinals and stuff like that. And funnily enough, he lost to Matt. Watching those two play each other was probably one of the highlights of the tournament for me because they've got similarly aggressive play styles. And it was just amazing watching them fight over the game. So what happened and the reason James lost to Matt is that they ended up tied. And they were both going for forcing the tiebreaker. Well, sadly, Matt got his right while James got his wrong. So James ended up with zip. Zippity zip zip zip. So, yeah. But all in all, apart from that one thing, I don't think I'd really change much about the tournament. I know some people don't like that they show the home viewers where the daily doubles are in advance. But because I can't see it, I really, it didn't bother me. Some people liked it, some people didn't. It's just a personal preference. For me, it just went beep, beep, and that's all I got. Now, had I been watching it with audio description, it would have spoiled it for me, but I wasn't watching it with audio description. You will never catch me watching Jeopardy with audio description. I just, I see no point in that. Because it just doesn't need it. In this individual's humble opinion. But I think my, I think one of my favorite things about the entire tournament was that somebody actually managed to make James work for the win. Like, James is a very, very aggressive player. James gets on a tear, James builds up a score, everybody else cries in a corner. But Matea manages to swoop in and make James have to work for it. And, you know, seeing James have to really, really work for a win, which was, you know, kind of unusual for him. It was interesting to see how he handled himself under that kind of pressure. So, yeah, I mean, there's there's that. Jeopardy almost spoiled the outcome for me before I got to watch it. Because, see, I have to watch the episodes the next day because they show up on Hulu. They don't show up on Hulu until the next day, though. So, everything's going out the night it ends and I don't get to watch it till the next day. And Jeopardy almost spoiled it because it was like, meet our Masters champion. And it was going to say who it was, but I just flicked away from it on my phone. I'm like, nope, nope, nope. I don't need to know. Don't spoil this for me. 
That's like back when the Tournament of Champions was airing. Back in November of 22. I had slept through it and, you know, had to wake up and catch it. And I posted on, I posted on Twitter or Mastodon or something. I said, if a single one of you spoils the outcome of the Tournament of Champions episode from last night, I will roll you in peanut butter and stuff you in the freezer. So, yeah. I do not like my Jeopardy being spoiled unless I'm actually, you know, actively looking for a little bit of a spoiler. Like the recaps that I read, if someone's on a streak and I want to, you know, find meet with my Jeopardy club or something like that. For significant moments, I kind of have to know what's going down so I can schedule the meeting ahead of time and, you know, put the word out, hey, I need to see you guys at such and such time. We would have watched the ending of Masters together if it hadn't been, you know, for my Hulu thing and everyone having, everyone else having already seen it. But, yeah. I'm personally excited to see what they do with Masters next time. Because I'm I'm not exactly sure how they're going to select contestants this time. I think this invitational thing that everyone's talking about is going to have something to do with it, but I'm not sure. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. And you folks best believe that as it that as Masters is airing in primetime, we will cover it here. Because, hello, Jeopardy tournament. Primetime, big deal, big name players, we need to cover it. So that's something you can look forward to. And on that note, I am going to wrap this thing up, get it published, and go to bed. I am, I am zapped. So, on that note, good night. Thank you for tuning in. And as Alex would say, so long, everybody. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast in Evil Chocolate Cookie production.